You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. More on the MedStar health hack. Although no one's talking on the record, off the record it's looking a lot like ransomware. Ransomware continues to evolve in effectiveness and in popularity among cyber criminals. An Eastern European gang is after Big Law's data, and it wants to use it for illicit stock trading. As the FBI says it's opened that jihadist iPhone, Apple wants to know how, and the Justice Department signals more litigation over decryption may be in the barrel. And Scotland Yard thinks you'd all be more careful if your bank didn't compensate you for losses to online fraud. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, March 30th, 2016. MedStar Health continues its recovery from the malware infection it sustained Monday. The hospital system, whose operations in the Baltimore and Washington areas are most directly affected, has been using backup paper records to continue patient care. Investigators, including investigators from the FBI, remain tight-lipped about details of the case. But as usual, anonymous sources close to the investigation but not authorized to speak are telling the press, anonymously, that the malware that hit MedStar was ransomware. There are plenty of possible ransomware variants under speculative suspicion, prominent among them being server-side malware SamSam and MacTub, Powerware, the recently discovered and unusually vicious strain that uses innocent-looking word files with malicious macros as vectors, is also being mentioned by observers. In the MedStar case, this remains speculation. What isn't mere speculation is the increasing interest ransomware controllers are taking in healthcare targets. Understandably, there's much advice circulating this week on protecting yourself from ransomware, including the usual counsels about backing up files and developing emergency plans for continuity of operations. Various good actors are offering protective measures, too. Bitdefender, to take one public-spirited example, is offering a free tool it says will provide protection against Locky, TeslaCrypt, and CTB Locker. Essentially, the tool stops ransomware installation routines by communicating, falsely, that the targeted system is already infected. But note that such tools have an inherently short shelf life and that continued vigilance is required. Symantec has found a new cyber espionage trojan, Backdoor.Drippion, Most of its targets are in Taiwan, and so we leave attribution as an exercise for the reader, but infestations have also been reported in Brazil and the United States. Cheetah Mobile reports discovering a remote execution vulnerability in the TrueCaller phone call management app, 
There's more information on the bug at Cheetah Mobile's blog at cmcm.com. Today we finish our discussion with another firm in the business of securing mobile devices. Zimperium's John Michelson describes their experience developing and integrating their mobile security solution with Deutsche Telekom services. According to Michelson, from the outset, it was critical that they build their tools with integration in mind. You have to architect for extensibility. If we had made the mistake of not having an extensible architecture, then we would end up with a Deutsche Telekom version of all of our software, and then they named the other telco version of all of our software, and then our version that we sell directly, and then here's a Yap customer where we, and, and that would create an unmanageable mess where there would be incredibly high cost of change for us, and it would impact our ability to innovate. It would slow down our pace of change. We obviously don't want that. We're in a market that is still nascent and evolving. There are so many ways that our product needs to live within the ecosystem of our customers that extensibility is really, really key. It's natural, says Michelson, to be cautious when partnering with a massive company like Deutsche Telekom. Make sure you're working with a partner who's committed to being uh, friendly to partners, has proven in the past that they've been friendly and responsible partners. And then work at sufficiently high enough level in the organization that, that these folks take that seriously, right? They, they, they carry the responsibility. They know that it's their job to do a good job, to, do, to be responsible with partnering. And I think you'll be fine. We feel squeamish talking to partners at the level we do. But it's the only way for them to know that you're the right partner for them to choose, right? And so we're in this together at the end of the day. So you really can't hide things from them. So it's a, it's a tough one. You've got to be careful. But at the end of the day, you've got to do it, and you've got to take some business risk. Zimperium's website is zimperium.com. Law firms take note. A Russian gang is after your client's data. Or it may be a Ukrainian gang. The evidence is ambiguous. Forty-six of the biggest U.S. firms and two members of the U.K.'s Magic Circle are apparently being prospected for data that could enable the gang's so-called mastermind the ability to execute profitable and illicit algorithmic trades in stock of companies undergoing mergers and acquisition. The FBI also has this one under investigation. And as if the FBI didn't already have enough on its plate, the Bureau continues to do whatever it's doing to the San Bernardino jihadists' iPhone but Apple has served notice that it wants to know however the Bureau did whatever in fact it did to get into that phone. Looking across the Atlantic, we see that the commissioner of the Metropolitan Police has told banks they shouldn't compensate customers who are the victims of online fraud. Doing so only rewards carelessness. Maybe if people lost their money, they'd be more sensible and responsible in the future, says Scotland Yard. And that sounds exactly like something Inspector Lestrade would have said to Sherlock Holmes. So, caveat investor, patch your systems, back things up, and keep your eyes on your virtual poke, sir. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. 
In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Joining me once again is Marcus Rochecker. He's from the University of Maryland Center for Health and Homeland Security. They're one of our academic and research partners. Marcus, back in 2014, NIST released their cybersecurity framework. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the President Obama in 2013 actually already issued an executive order, Executive Order 13636, and that required NIST to create the Improving Critical Infrastructure Cybersecurity Framework. So the framework is a really big deal. Um, It was created by NIST uh, by bringing together thousands of stakeholders from every level, from the government level, from the private industry level, and from academia. And these thousands of experts got together to create this framework that is a collection of existing standards, guidelines, and best practices that any organization really can use to improve their critical infrastructure. We've seen that since its creation, the framework has been adopted by many companies and many organizations. Um, There's been a vow to use the framework to help their cybersecurity efforts. And overall, I would say that the framework has been a big success. Yeah, I mean, one of the remarkable things about it is that uh, the response has been overwhelmingly positive. Absolutely. The response has been overwhelmingly positive. Like I said, we, we, uh, we see big companies like Apple and Bank of America, but also companies in the critical infrastructure sector, and really uh, organizations across the board using the framework and implementing the framework for their purposes. And, and this doesn't just apply to the private sector. Government is using this, too. We've seen Congress endorse the framework uh, in the recent Cybersecurity Enhancement Act of 2014. We're seeing state governments implementing the framework in their statewide IT plans. We're also seeing that in the private sector, use of the framework is becoming part of uh, any contractual agreement between organizations that will work together. So a condition of of working together might be that uh, companies are implementing the cybersecurity framework. Has the framework shown up in the courtroom yet? Has it been tested there? That is really another important piece of it. So the framework itself is volunteer, and it's really important to note that it is volunteer. No one is required to use a framework. But there's a sense that once um, there are lawsuits uh, against organizations for data breaches, for example, I mean, we've seen inevitably that there are a lot of lawsuits that come out of these kinds of cases. 
And there's a sense that courts may start looking to the framework to establish a standard of care by which uh, companies and other organizations have to behave. Given that there is no comprehensive standard of care out there, no law that courts can look to to, to really clearly uh, see what the standard of care is that a company should implement, there's a sense that courts may end up looking to the framework to to really set that bar, to to establish the standard of care by which um, basic negligence claim is going to be decided. Marcus Roshecker, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.